Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast where we review movies and TV shows. Today, we are talking the finale of Star Trek Picard and the first new episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Usually, I'm joined by Christian Arjuna, but neither decided to watch Star Trek. So I went to the source. I went to the parents and asked them to join me on today's podcast. Mom, Dad, welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. We're glad to be here. <laughs> Why are you telling me welcome? I said welcome to I know, you all. I know. This is your first time both being on a pod. Dad, you've been on our pods before. Yes. Mom, you've never been on any of our pods. No. Let's start there. Let's break that down. Why do you think that is? Because I'm shy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Star shy. Trek Picard, though. Yes. Let's actually, let's start, let's, let's, let's start attacking Christian and Arjuna because they're not here to defend themselves. That sounds good. <laughs> Why do you think... I'm right here. Oh, <laughs> Why do you think neither one of them decided to watch Star Trek Picard? Even though you both, obviously, well, Mom, you more so. You started with yes. the original Star Trek. Yes. And then when you married Dad, you forced him into your sci-fi cult. Oh. I didn't force well, him. It was not that I was forced into sci-fi cult. It was just something to watch. Um, it was like, like action. I, I always liked the action. There was some action in it, but not um, a lot. But it still was intriguing. It was different, right? Yeah, Obviously, different. The, the original Star Trek was something yeah. not totally, totally new because you had other sci-fi things going, but it was the main one that everyone seemed to like. Star Trek, yes, that was that was definitely the one of the first ones besides um, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. That's another one that I mean, Krishna refuses to watch that for yes. some reason. Yeah. Again, why do you think the that Krishna is so against it? Because probably I liked it. Interesting. There's some. There's some. Yeah, like, I was thinking maybe this should instead of being like a review of Picard, maybe should it should be, be like family therapy. No. But then, like the family therapy thing, kind of is interesting because if you look at Star Trek Picard season two, right? So big overview: Q decides to come back because Q, the ultimate god dickhead, I, I guess, right. um, is dying and wants to do one. He what did he say? He says he wants to do one final thing with Picard, mm -hmm. which is for him to like go back. And figure out his trauma, his family issues. Right, right. Um, but I think he did say forgiveness. Um, forgiveness. To forgive himself. Yeah. Yes. Because he obviously held on to that guilt. <laughs> yes. Well, my thought on the whole, the whole, if I put the whole thing into how I saw it, I felt that it was a giant therapy session for Picard. Right. And it was Q um, allowing himself to finally look like he had some feelings mm -hmm. that he actually cared and uh, we've never seen Q look vulnerable before and we do see that in this he's not so mischievous it's not a prank um which is it always has been right in the past so yeah and you know Q Q obviously he's doing this because he's dying so Q will obviously no longer be a part of Star Trek correct and Picard, this season especially, was... Patrick Stewart actually had, like, a big input in terms of writing and kind of coming up with a story. Mm. Season three is going to be supposedly the final season for Picard. Right. So it's a three-season story, and it wraps up everything. Um, Picard being who he is, some would argue Picard is the better captain, like, over Kirk, right? Because one would argue, like, Picard had more screen time, had more movies, had a longer-running show, Uh when you look at this Picard and the next the next generation Picard, so far with what we've been given, does it make sense 
with this character because a lot of criticism with this season was around the backstory of Picard and his mother and what trauma he the, the whole thing because we never hear about this you know it, it never it never came before in any of the other series or the movies or any of it was there any any you know they didn't allude to any issue with his mother uh, we just knew that he grew up on some fancy chateau mm-hmm. in some fancy chateau in france and but he's british and that was all <laughs> yes but he's british which is not unusual really Really? Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Europe, Europe, Europe is all connected. France, England, same thing. Spain, they're all. Is how many heads they can they can cut off? <laughs> oh, French Revolution. Oh, gotcha. the French Revolution. Like, like in the yeah. old Victorian days, is how many heads <laughs> they can cut off? Isn't yeah. it? So. <laughs> do, you, do you? So when I started watching the season, and we talked about this early on, like the first couple of episodes were very sci-fi, like like really cool sci-fi, where it's Big spaceship battles, time travel, the Borg is back. Like, oh, yes. I remember watching the first episode. And I, I texted uh, the Was It Good crew, uh, Krishna, Juna, and Learman. And I was like, this is actually interesting and good. But around like episode three or four, once we're in the 20, in 2023, yeah. you know, it's very much. Uh, 24, I think it was 24. 24, yes. Well, when we're in that period, it was very much like, this This sucks. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, I, w- I don't think that was their best. Well, the that, thing that wasn't I, that wasn't so great. I, didn't think I think the um, what got me confused about it was because, like, from if you compare the first season to the second season, it was nothing to do with the first season. It was mm-hmm. t- completely, totally off. The only thing that I could could match the two seasons together was when they were moved, they were moving off right. and the Borg attacked them. Well, this at the time we didn't know. Well, they assumed it was the Borg, and that's when um. Picard thought it, thought it was Q was that, um, or I didn't think if he, if he knew it was Q or or the Borg, but um, like, but what I'm going to say it was the that's the there was no link to the two to the first season. Yes. Yeah. the only link you could argue is the fact that there was the same characters. Yes. Yeah, which was also kind of um, interesting. <clears throat> where you have Brent Spiner right show yeah. up and he's playing. Like the, another ancestor of whoever. Well, he's is he the he's not the one who um, created data, is he? So, because that's what I thought. Thing, this is the thing that like I get frustrated when it comes to, like Star Trek. Yeah, is I feel especially like and I get the show. I get it. I get it. I get it. Before anyone starts yelling, I get the show is called Star Trek Picard. Right, and I get like everything is supposed to be about Picard and connected to Picard. Right, and. You know, one of the things I thought was really stupid initially was the idea of Rene Picard being the pilot that goes to on the Europa mission. And because of that moment, Q was able to adjust it. And then a new future was set up where um, the human race became, um, is it alien, I guess, alien phobic, I guess, you know, just conquering all aliens and just no, nothing but the human race right. uh, was their whole thing. So that sounds a little familiar. In terms of the planet, all right. I mean, the planet right now, in yes. present day, yes. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, just but we're, bit. I mean, I mean, I guess if the planet was to unite against an alien, whatever, is that good? Because then the human race is to connected. Is it? I don't know. Don't know. That's a different. That's a big lot, question yes. right there. But what I was saying was like, I guess all about Picard it has to be about Renee Picard. But then I was laughing because like Brent Spiner was in there, and then. He this version of Brent Spiner is playing 
you know, a doctor who's related to the doctor who came up with Khan during the eugenics war, right. who then is also the ancestor of the doctor who created data. Right. Like this just this big weird connection. And it's like, that's not how the, it's not tied up because yeah. we, we don't see how he's connected. Well, we see, we see how he's connected because remember at the very end, yeah. Brent Spiner's character, it pulls out a folder and just says project on. So that piece we know, yeah. but how do I don't see where he's connected? To, does he does he create data? I'm still so he he on does that, that right? version um, of I'm pulling it up real quick. So he's playing Adam Soon Song Song, and he is an ancestor of an ancestor of an ancestor who created data. Data. Okay. So what about the Brent Spinner in the first season who created that? So that Brent version of Brent Sp- um, Spiner. Is it, how do you say his name, Brent? Spiner, S-P-I-N-E-R, yeah, Spiner. Spiner. So Brent Spiner in the first season, that one is the son of the doctor who created Data. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. That's I see. who I see. he is. Oh. Um, but like that entire generation or, or family tree, the songs are responsible for Khan, for part of the eugenics war, and then for the whole android Data thing. So again, it's like it's very kind of like Star Wars where... Oh, Star Wars can't exist if a Skywalker is not part of the the damn story, right? Right. Oh, and okay. and again, I get it. It's called Picard, but come on, come up with like something, something else. And that's the other thing too. You had um um, Isa Briones playing Soji, so she was one of the sisters or daughters of Data from the first season. Yes, the same actress that was in this season playing yes. the daughter of you know um, Doctor Song, right. But again, it's like I get you're recycling the actors because you have them, but it just again just feels weird. I don't know if I'm allowed to to mention it, but you know Wesley Crusher. Wesley Crusher, yeah, big spoiler. I mean, I mean, this whole thing is a spoiler, but yeah, Wesley Crusher showing up. Um, you are obviously big fans of Next yes, Generation, right? How did that whole? I was puzzled at first. I thought, how is he here? And then I remembered. I remembered he yeah, does he go that- away, and he joins this. I, f- I forgot what it was. It was, it was a special project or something. Or something that, and then he disappeared. Right. Yes. Yeah. He was not in like in the last, was it the last season? It was like he was going through a transformation. He was going to be something else. Yeah. So the way I read it in The Next Generation was he is on assignment and then he goes missing. He's not killed or anything. And it's revealed finally years later. He went and joined this group called The Travelers. Right. Which, you know. With any mega franchise, you always have to be adjusting and adding new elements. Right. Otherwise, the whole thing gets stale. I'm just wondering right. if we're going to get a show called The Travelers. Well, so Will Wheaton did an interview uh, post, I guess like last week or whatever, right. uh, about the cameo and everything. And, and he was saying it when they um, approached him about this and take, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But mm-hmm. basically he was like, yeah, it's like The Travelers are the Doctor Who or the, you know, Gallifreyans mm-hmm. of Star Trek. Right. So maybe we do get a spinoff where it's very Doctor Who, Star Trek-esque, which I don't know if we need it. I don't, I don't think we need so. It. I don't think we will need that. Um, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, how much more content can you put? They in? will milk this thing until They, they will rehash years. some old stories with a, a different angle. But they I'm will. Sure. Oh, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about uh, the, the new Star Trek, Strange New Worlds. Oh. That is a very good, like, about rehashing stories. Um, I mean, Star Trek has this problem as well, where it's like, okay, um, we know there's, like, 15, 17 years, whatever. 
between episodes three and four. Let's tell every single minute between then, and we will have content for the next hundred years. Yes. You know, Star Trek is going to probably do something similar because why not? Um, yeah. Who knows? Like you said, I'm looking it for everything. Everything. Everything it works. But then we have people like myself who who will watch it. So, I mean, I was a big fan of the Star Trek Picard season one first trailer. Right. That was the only thing that got me like, which a trailer is supposed to do. It's supposed to hook you, right? Like right. It's marketing material. Correct. And that, that worked. Like I was very much, okay, this is interesting. And then I just kind of forced myself to watch season one. I was like, I'm going to hurt myself and watch this, I guess. And then season two was very much the same. But then, like, it ended in such a way where it ended quite nicely, right? Yes. I thought they, they tied it up nicely with little bows and ribbons, basically. Everybody is happy. Everybody's everything's solved. The, um, what was her name? France, Francie, the, oh, I'm not good with names. Dr. She, Angus? No, the, the, the other girl who's the, the guy that she, the son figure appears back in the did, did lady Elnor. Eleanor. Elnor. Yeah. He's back. He's back. And yeah. we thought he was dead, but Q brings him back. I mean that was we knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. Right. Because Star remember Trek. she wanted to fix the, the timeline so she can she get, can go yeah. get him. She can get right. him back, isn't right. it? So and then our friend um Rios. Uh well Rios Rios stays. Yes he stays and lives lives happily. And it was interesting to hear that the little boy that he raises goes on to do so much. So it's yeah, yeah it's crazy because the, the the boy is raised by Rios and obviously his mother, mm. and then um, because it's uh, Gainan played by Whoopi Goldberg, yeah. um, at uh, the bar yeah. says to Picard, um, well, number one, she says to Picard, "You're terrible with like observation because she's had a picture of Rios and the family behind the bar." Uh, for years, I guess. And he never noticed. And he never noticed. Yeah. And she knew about all of this. Yeah. Um, but then she goes on to tell, you know, Picard that, yeah, because of Renee Picard, she he gets some kind of bacteria or whatever from the Europa mission, which he uses to help clean up the oceans. Right. You know, Star Trek has always been about, you know, go green and clean and all that fun stuff. But, yeah, it's definitely awesome to hear that. Yeah. It was good. I liked that there were all these little, yeah, tie-ups. Everything was explained. Yeah. That was that was nice. Um, it was a good end. There were times, I think, some of the episodes were not that great. What about the, the episodes around ICE? So the uh, American branch of government around Border Patrol. So they have to say they spent about two, two, almost three episodes uh, discussing and showcasing what ICE does yeah. and about illegal immigrants. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on that? Well, but the thing, I mean, we didn't, to, what do you talk, okay, well, it's 2024, obviously. So. so I think that would have been my, that that's my concern, <coughs> that in 2024 we still have these border issues. Yes. That's yeah. another 300 years. No. Oh, no it's two no. years two from now. Two more, three years. years. I'm thinking of 20. 2020, wait, yeah, 24. I'm thinking of 24. 24, yeah, no. No, um, yeah, no, that's just a few years from now. But I would like to hope that that will Get resolved. Yes. I think it's funny that for production and from a like storytelling point, they decided to go 2024, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of 
and shooting the location. And the location they landed was Los Angeles. Right. Um, you, they've they've done that a lot. Like Star Trek is notorious for always going back in time to whatever year they're currently shooting in or whatever decade. Um, because guess what? At the end of the day, it's a lot cheaper, right? Because you don't have right to worry here. about sets as much. You don't right. have to worry about costume. You just go find whatever Everything's is right here. Everything's right here. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, you know, is that was that a, a budget decision ultimately? Like, did they decide we need to make it a little bit cheaper cost-wise? Or I, I think they, they must have. I think they deliberately brought that element of the story in. Um, the question is, we'd have to look at, think about carefully why. Why did they want to bring that in? The border control. Maybe just to tie up or give Rios more of a storyline, his character, and then his involvement with the doctor, the girl, and the issues that her patients have. Mm-hmm. She's a you know, a doctor who's who's taking care of anybody, regardless. I think it also though it ties into I think a couple other elements where Q shows the crew, you know, a Earth where they are, you know, alien phobic. They hate aliens, right? Mm-hmm. ICE, I'm just generalizing here. Yes. ICE is an organization that is very much against illegal immigrants. Right. They do not like them. They want them out of their space. Right. You could draw a comparison right. there. Right. But then I think you could also take it a step further to the start of the season where you have this Boar Queen just show up. And then start, you know, attack not attacking, they were stunning everybody, but attacking and taking so invading one's border, one's space. So to I wonder if that's where they they decide to draw all those weird Which is interesting because what do the Borg do? They assimilate. They, right. They take everybody and assimilate and become a collective. I mean, you could argue again, this is not the pod for politics, but no. you could make the argument that ICE is a version of that because mm-hmm. what did like what like especially in the the previous president's um, reign of terror, uh, we'll just call it that. Mm-hmm. W- remember the big stories that were coming out were right. families being separated, Ripped being apart. shipped off to like yes. other locations. I mean, <coughs> hell, look back to the start of America. Right, Native Americans were forced into you know camps. westernized yes. schools and camps to f- right. you know mm-hmm. um, they were separated. They separated yeah, to the assimilate into whatever culture into Western culture. Damn, the Borger. That's the Borg is America. <laughs> Yeah. Well, not really. Fuck. The the ball could also be colony. Any colony. Yeah. It's colonization, true, basically. True. Colonization, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's been done throughout history. So that's probably then why they probably, picked 2024. Probably why, yeah. Jeez. Well, we figured that that word aspect out. Um, speaking of the Borg. Right. Let's talk about the big reveal at the end, the season finale wrap. So obviously it starts with this giant gaping break in space weird looking not traditional borg ship right and then we see dr agnes the new borg queen yes uh jump in and and is like hey what's up i'm still here how does that how does let's back up so in 2024 the borg queen that has now taken over agnes's body decides realizes she's alone or lonely and they go and they work on creating a whole new Borg collective mm-hmm. out in the galaxy. Right. So that's 400 years before right. Picard and crew go to the Delta Quadrant, meet the Borg over there, who then realize we've got to come over. So there's like two different Borg collectives? Is that what is happening? No, I think 
I thought we were seeing the beginning of a new Borg collective. Right, right. Not the main Borg. Dr. Angus. Yeah. In in the timeline of the 2024. Mm -hmm. And then when they go back to fix everything and they're out in space and they have that giant glowing thing that's going to suck them all up Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, you have the Borg of the present time. Their present time. Mm-hmm. Remember, he's because he's gone back in time. Right. So now he's in his present time. And so this new Borg under Dr. Angus has developed over what, 400, 400 years. years. Right. So, and look, they want to be with the, you know, with everyone. They want to save the universe. Right. Uh, which is totally different to the Borg that we knew before. Right. So. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. I think there's two, two different Yes, there are. And there I now. think Q. Q did allude to that. He did say that there's going to be two. He said something about two. Two things. Two two different things happening at the same time. Hmm. Well, probably he meant two timelines. Yeah. Um, well, two timelines. <coughs> well, Star Trek is always like the timelines. Their timeline <laughs> situation is like yeah. chicken egg. Like <laughs> yeah, that is it's more like chicken egg, and there's another chicken. That then had the egg that was the original egg, but then also that chicken was the original. Like, their timeline is a mess. Because just the fact that, like, they've got, they haven't, like, they haven't retconned anything, but they have established now that there was another Borg entity, at the very least, in the Alpha Quadrant of the galaxy for about 400 years, just kind of floating around doing its own thing. And it never came or never interacted with the original collective. Right. Which I guess it kind of works because the main evil Borg collective, they don't show up in the Alpha Quadrant until the beginning of the Next Generation series. So I guess that kind of works, maybe. But, but the thing going back to <clears throat> how did they find get the Borg to go back in time? You got to remember... That was the only way they could go back in time. Where did this Borg work? Well, so remember from? when Q threw them into the weirder timeline or the new timeline, yeah. the, the alien phobic timeline, there was a Borg queen, the original like half one. Right. So that one, they must have just caught coincidence. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just plot device. She was just there because they needed a way to get back in time. In time. And then they looped it into this whole thing. Uh, it, it's also interesting with... Dr. Agnes played by do, 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 do. Wow, IMDB is not working for me. Um played by Allison Pill. Um she actually a couple days ago before the finale aired, um, broke news during some kind of radio podcast that she is not in season three. Which is interesting, and I bring it up because one of the final things that the Borg Queen says to Picard is the Borg want to join the Federation. Correct. Yes. So you would think that that character we'll show would play us. a pivotal role in this final season. Right. But from what she's saying, because they shot uh, season two and season three of Picard back to back. I see. So it should actually be out potentially before the end of the year. The third season. third season. Potentially. I mean, I'm just speculating here. Um, so then are we left to imagine that she is out there with her Borg Still shielding the universe from that. Well, so that so that's the other interesting thing is so they've set up season three to be this 
season three, I think, is going to be this big focus on this new trans warp conduit. Right. So whatever entity punched through and created this event, they were able to obviously stop it with all the shields. And right. then itself was kind of just goofy. <laughs> but um, I have to have control of the whole fleet, but it's only going to be 20 ships. What? Okay. Um, so they were able to stop it, but then it created a new trans warp conduit. So we've seen trans warp conduits before. Um, in everyone's favorite Deep Space Nine, yeah. there's the conduit between the Alpha Quadrant and what's the Dominion Quadrant? Whatever the Dominion Quadrant with the weird goo people. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is like a trans warp conduit. We also see them in um, Voyager. It's kind of how the Borg jump from quadrants to quadrants, but we don't know where this one goes to. Right. So I think that's what season three is going to be about. Is like focus, like. There's also been this whole thing that the original crew of Next Generation, you're going to see all of those characters. You're going to see... Um, Deanna. Every, all of them. They're going to at least make an appearance or something, which oh, yeah. which makes sense because I think this is how they're going to wrap everyone's story. Um, Picard. And Picard and everyone. What was time was his name? Jonathan Franks, number yep. one. I mean, but Jonathan Franks is also, he's very involved in Star Trek behind the scenes, writing, directing, producing. I think um, I saw his name. He came up as executive producer. But what what do you guys think season three is going to end up being about? What's your your bold prediction for season three? That's such a good question. I'm trying to, I'll let you answer it. Well, the thing is, I mean, if you look at the way how season one went and season two went, it's pretty hard to like make a bold prediction, but. Like you said, it might be, um, like the, they are they gonna um, because at, at one, in one at one time Picard was actually a Borg. He was mm-hmm. assimilated as a Borg. So will will they go along that line in the sense because like you said, the Borg you don't know where you, where they where they are, are at the moment because you only see them see see, see when they protect protect the humanity from this. Um, from this thing that was, was yeah, the, the event, the event that was happening. So, will they try to? Because remember, it, this will be Picard. So, that one part we didn't see. Um, nothing of that was brought up as yet. So, are we going to see something about with, with with the Borg? How? I don't think so. I don't think we're going to see the Borg. Not after what Ravi just revealed about the. Yeah, but no, but did so this if she's r- not in it. Why right, would right. see but the Right, but remember this this was a this was something that was created by Q. Right. We are going back to when you actually had the, the original U, the original Borg. Because um he created because he he said you have to really f- forgive yourself, right? So that's how Q created this, but but with this um I'm just just trying to figure out how that would tie into but why would that continue a storyline with the board? But the, the thing is, I mean, season one and season two, there's no. Well, I guess though, there's no could, comparison. You yet. could you could argue that season. I mean, if the show's the show's called Picard. Mm-hmm. Season one is about his regret, yeah, of post, like his regret of not helping humanity out. Right. His regret in later life. Season two is about his trauma, and forgiving himself. So. What other? So what comes next? Yeah, I mean, it's also you could, you could say then season one is also about forgiving himself. Yeah, both seasons are about forgiving yourself for an a, at a particular aspect or a point in your life. Right, which is interesting because his his as his point in life is, is it's, it's, it's like towards the end, and it's it's a process that we all go through. 
as we get older once mm-hmm. we, once once you finish you know your youth and your your adult and midlife and and then what comes next and you know um, you start to have to lots of questions come up and obviously the things that were unresolved like with Picard and his guilt not just for humanity but his guilt of not having saved his mother mm-hmm. thinking that that was his responsibility you know and finding or realizing it wasn't uh and then understanding how to allow himself to be loved mm-hmm. um with that new picard it might be it will be interesting to see what his next challenge would be and there surely t- for another series there has to be a challenge yeah that's so, true so what is this challenge that that would be the question is it just to face death you know well it's also weird though because he has faced death and then he was brought back right Remember, his body is technically like a robot Correct. body yeah so it's cyber yeah yeah i'm curious i'd be curious how they're going to wrap this are they going to end the character of picard peacefully or is it going to end similar to how next generation ended where it's where you know we continue on we keep exploring and and all that fun stuff but again next generation is different because you're following a crew Mm. and kind of the ideals of the federation yeah while picard you're focused you're hyper focused on one individual so i'm just wondering will he become something else Mm. and join the universe and and go (laughs) off into the Go off into the into the sunset. Into the sunset. Yeah. He probably will join the Borg. <laughs> you think he's gonna become back to the Borg? Yep. I would. I don't want like. I, I wouldn't like to see that. No. They they the whole thing when he becomes the cutest. Yeah. I feel like they've talked about it quite a bit mm. as being, besides what we what was revealed in this season with his mother, the whole stuff around the cutest was obviously his other most traumatic event being connected to this thing, and I feel like we've. They have done a pretty good job kind of wrapping that up, especially in uh, Star Trek First Contact. Mm-hmm. You know, Worf and him get into a screaming match, right? Mm, Over, like, yes. we have to protect the ship. I'll sacrifice you all yes. to stop these pieces of garbage. Right. Um, so I think they've they've kind of figured that out. I wouldn't... It would be interesting. Would, would... And while the episode was showing, this last episode, with himself and Q... There was a thought that occurred to me, and that was Q is dying, and he's resolving a lot of things for Picard. Mm-hmm. He he's very vested in Picard. Yeah, he's his favorite. He's his favorite. So perhaps would Picard become next Q? The next Q? I, I I had the same same thought as well, especially when he went up to him. The, the, and they him they hug. hugged, and um, it was very like. Yes. Not Picard, not Q. Q. That's not their characters. Right. And you see them coming together and then you... I wonder, I do wonder if that's his next progression. He will become... But I don't... I mean, Q's are... The way that Q's always been explained to me is they're this... They are, to a degree, a god. They can do anything, move anywhere, right. do whatever they want. So and I guess influence. You could, I guess yeah. you could argue the fact that they could turn someone into a Q. Right. And I, so I'm wondering mm. if that's what's going to be next. Where is Picard when it comes to like Picard has no children, correct? I do not. He had a kid, but the kid died, or well, well, the thing. I mean, if you go back to Next Generation, at one point I thought Will Crusher was his kid. Yeah, it was his kid. It was his kid because he remember he had a thing with the Doctor in Next Generation, Mm. 
prior to them shooting or becoming to working together on next generation so it always left you wondering was will crusher his kid so. right and the fact that the cameo was dropped maybe maybe that will become a part of season three where there's something to do with these travelers it could and be the flow of yeah. time and everything it's because they brought they brought wesley back See, i always look at it like if you're exploring a character mm. you, i think they've done a good job of like figuring out in season one his guilt of the present figuring out his guilt of his past but then could, could we see that maybe wesley is his son but that, I mean, they could, could they, that be revealed? They could do whatever they, they want, they but that would be that. like Who knows? the logical wrap up of a character, right? right. Is your your next generation, mm-hmm. um, right? Like, yeah. if he is, <laughs> like, like let's say it is revealed that he is a father, mm-hmm. and then that would make sense for like the season three wrapping up of him then having to come to terms of he is a father. What does that mean? And and completing that cycle and, right. and everything that would to me would make. It kind of would sense make sense to like wrap yeah. the story of Picard. That would be interesting to and see. And Tom Hardy could play it because he did it in. Well, he didn't play his son. He played a clone of Picard. Did he? Yeah, remember? So it was in Star Trek Nemesis, the last Next Generation oh, movie. Oh, okay, okay. It's when yes, Data yes, yes. dies. Yes, he, yes, yes. The Romulans get some Picard DNA and clone Picard for question mark reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I think that movie was wild because it's. Why, why, why did you clone Picard? And then you had a bald Tom Hardy, which right. was hilarious. Which is hilarious. He yeah. always plays, he always plays the bad guy. Yeah. I think so. I think for my bold prediction, I think I'm going to lean into the idea that I think it's going to be about Picard and a next generation, whether that is physically Wesley Crusher, you idiot, or, you know, is my son, <laughs> or if it is this idea of, of like uh, children or, influencing the next generation or something right. or being like a father or prominent figure. So right. I think that's how you kind of wrap the story of Picard. So we'll, we'll be interested to see. Yeah. I mean, again, it, if it wasn't for how they ended season two, I think I would have been like, fuck season three. I'm not watching it. <laughs> I'm not dealing with this. It's not, not worth, not worth the roller coaster of emotion and right. b- being made fun of. So. Yeah. So who made fun of you? Oh, uh, Krishna and Arjun and Damon. Uh, Arjun says he's going to watch Picard. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't believe him. He's busy. He's busy. He's busy with watching uh, The Walking Dead still. Oh. <laughs> well, here before we uh, get into the newest Star Trek show, yes. uh, Strange New World, let's ask that question. You all remember how we we do that here on Was It yes. Good? Yes. Okay. Who'd like to go first to ask the question? Was it good? You have to say the name because, oh. you know, it's a podcast, so they can't see us. Star Trek Picard. You're right. But you, who are you asking? I'm asking Ravi. There you go. <laughs> okay. Ravi? Yes. Star Trek Picard, mm-hmm. this last season, season two, was it good? Oh, I, I, hate, I hate to admit this, but yes, it was good. It ended peacefully. It ended well. Yeah. It, like I said, it was a roller coaster of I hate this show, I love this show, yeah. and yeah, it tied up a lot of things and introduced new things, and it made you think and get excited for what's next. Right. So overall, it did a good job of like, keeping you engaged. So yeah, it was good. So it was good. good. Dad, was Star Trek Picard season two? I have a lot of money. Here is my chateau. Good. <laughs> 
Um, uh, I would say it was good, but like there were some episodes I didn't want to watch, and for some reason, um, your mom will, will can see to this. Um, I whatever reason I didn't want to watch it, but once I started watching it, it, it got me into it. But if I start watching it, if it wasn't for your mom, I may not have watched it. Mm. So, but like I said, because your mom insisted and I watched it, it was good. So dad was held at gunpoint. Got it. Yes. <laughs> okay, dad would fall asleep, basically. Yes, then, but yeah, it managed I, to keep actually, him actually, awake. Real quick, how much of the season were you asleep for? No, no. What was good about it was because your mom wanted me to watch the season, yeah. she would stop it, and then oh, I'll okay. go sleep, and then we'll cool. come back yeah. and watch it again. So. Yeah, because he would fall good. asleep, and if he was too tired, and then, say, then okay. and then if, if, if like if I'm too tired, as you know, I'll fall asleep, and yep. and your mom will stop it. But that was good about of your mom because. I don't know. He wanted me to watch it, but like I said, once I get into it, get get into it, I yeah. want to watch it. It was definitely the middle. The middle episodes were the ones where even I was. It was I was usually doing something else mm-hmm. when they were having these weird, like deeper conversations, and and I was like, I I, I get what you're doing, but it's move on. Speed it up. Come on. Right. There was yeah, like those parts. I think um, you did go to speed it up, and then, but obviously you had to know. Whatever they're actually talking about, and so that's why I think those were um, were put in to, to watch. But character development is the thing I hate yeah, most. I mean, they are there. You know who they are. You, you, <laughs> you can figure out what they what they do and who they <laughs> who what when where. Yep, yep. Don't need to go. Okay, here we go. Yes, was season two Picard good. Or was it good? Was it good? It was good. It was not great, but it was good. Well, this is called "Was It Good," so I think we're okay there. <laughs> it was good. It was good because it did. It was unpredictable at times, mm. and that in itself kept me wanting to see what happens next. That's good. Yeah, that that was why I thought it was good. Nice, 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 yeah. nice. So that's obviously Star Trek: Picard season two. So. That ended, and the same day that ended, they gave us Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Now, I don't know if you guys are aware, at some point in the early 2000s when Star Trek Enterprise was around, some dingleberry (laughs) at Paramount decided, you know what, Star Trek has always been about the one-off episodes, maybe a two-parter here and there, and you you know, let's do a season-long fucking thing, and Make an entire season about one, you know, particular storyline. That's basically what happened in Star Trek uh, Enterprise. It was the whole Zindi arc. Right. And then season four, the last season, they went back to the, you know, episode or like story of the week. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Their ratings went up. Yep. People loved it. And then for some reason, Paramount canceled it. And that was the end of Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, since then, you know, we've gotten Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek Picard. It has been very much a season long you know, story yeah. and not the traditional Star Trek, what are we doing episode of the week type thing. Right. Star Trek Strange New Worlds, its whole point is to kind of correct, correct and get back to like the core of Star Trek, which is having these interesting one-off episodes discussing, you know, deeper conversations around society, individuals, but through the lens of like sci-fi. Right. So we got our first episode this week. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think? Initial initial thoughts of this brand new show 
with the crew of Enterprise and, and Chris Pike. I liked it. Huh? I liked my initial thought was I liked it. The the actor they got to play Pike, um, I thought was very well suited for that part. He looked exactly the way I had imagined Pike to look. Of course, I remember seeing what Pike looked like in the series way back in the sixties. Uh, there's a, an episode, you know, with the original Star Trek team where they show what happens with Pike and. They see Pike sitting in this like half machine type mm-hmm. thing, and he's sort of disfigured. And I like that they they showed that you you see a scene again mm-hmm. in this episode that alludes back to that. And I liked that um, because it brings you back to who this Pike is, right? And but now we're getting to see Pike before, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm interested in that. Who knew he was from Montana? Well, <laughs> yeah, Mon- his farm. Yes, in Montana. in Montana. Right. So you had Picard with his chateau in France, and Pike now we have Pike f- in his. So it's basically, you know, if I want to be a, a Starfleet captain, I need to own a lot of land. You need a lot of land. Interesting. In some remote place. <laughs> so, right. so they Interesting. Yeah, so, they, so they can land the, the ship, the spaceship. The ship can, uh, can land. No, it sounds like only landowners get to be captains. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a very colonial uh, yes. thought process. Only the rich. Well, okay. The well-connected. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are your initial thoughts, though, Dad, for Stranger Worlds? My first initial thought is um, Pike's supposed to be prior to, to um, Kirk. Kirk. But these technology is far more integrated than... Dad, this is the same take you had when we saw Star Wars Attack of the Clones. I remember this specifically. We left the theater and you said, boy, that was interesting. Why is the tech so much better if it's in the fucking past? Because this is now 2020. Right. No, no, I understand. You, you, we're, we're trying to figure out... You're trying to, to portray somebody. Yeah. Pike, right? right. He, he, was a, he was a captain, right? Pike before um, Kirk. In the, sorry, spoiler. No, I mean this whole thing spoiler. There, there was a a Kirk. Um, what was it? Was um, yeah, Captain Kirk. Kirk. There was a Kirk, who, Kirk. who actually came on to um, the Enterprise. The, no, yeah, the Enterprise towards the, the, the last scene. Yeah, that weird guy that had a mustache. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> supposed to be um, Lieutenant Kirk. Kirk, right? right. He came yeah, on. But that was his father, right? Yeah, we know it was. Wait, his, if his you remember father? the story of of James T. Kirk, right. He's, that was his father. His yes. father was on the starship. Father died. Wait, on there. the Enterprise? Yes. yes. He, there was a, they, they went out on a mission and he... Um, so While he was being born, I or think. Actually, what... No, no, no. no, no. You're, you're th- you're conf- you think you're thinking about J.J. Abrams' Star Trek. Yeah. Remember, that has nothing to do with this Star Trek. That's in a different timeline altogether. So that has nothing to do with this one. So that Kirk that we see at the end, towards the end of Strange New Worlds, that is James T. Kirk. The Kirk that will eventually become captain of the Enterprise. That's supposed to be him? That's supposed to be him, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because uh, remember, at the, towards the end, uh, Pike says, James T. Kirk, or T. Kirk, you know, your new boss, Spock, on the science department. Right. So that's how those two initially meet. So they meet on the Enterprise, and there's going to be, and I'm curious to see... You know, because, you know, going back to initial thoughts of the show, I I think I told you this um, already before the show has even come out. Pike is my favorite character, mm-hmm. favorite ca- captain, yeah. because this man 
knows exactly the torture that awaits him in about 10 years-ish. Yes. He knows how he's going to die, and he is owning up to it. He is... This entire episode was around him coming out of seclusion, going on a mission, and realizing that he could just try and hide, or he can try and go and better the world for others. Which was lovely, and I love that about him. But my favorite... There was a line in this... I really, really loved, and I actually. Why, why you oh, you put, actually wrote it. Why, why, you, why are you putting it. that up? There, yeah. um, there was one thing I, I wanted. No, I lost it. Train of thought. Go ahead. I'll go ahead. When I remember, I, <laughs> and, and I think this really uh, speaks to Pike, mm-hmm. and will help him uh, to to accept and see what is coming his way. Um, it's going. It's where the other character, the the new, his new number one. Uh, they have a, a conversation towards the end. Lion. Yeah, and she says, um, "Not believing you're going to going to die is what's going to get you killed." Yes, and that was how she survived mm-hmm. when everybody else for her died. Died they, from the gorgons, whatever they were. Yeah, they, they were yeah. Right, yeah. and I feel that that is it speaks to him very loudly. Yeah, um, and that will help him. And that's why he doesn't die in that that event. He ends up in that machine, right? So that's that was that that was like my favorite piece right there. So what I was going to say, so that the 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 present um, James T. Kirk Enterprise that we have, uh, what's his name? The guy who acted Kirk now, the new Enterpri- Enterprise series um, movies. Oh, the one with uh, Chris Pine. Chris, Chris Pine. Pine yeah. It's very confusing. Right, right. Yeah. So there's Chris Pine. I, what I was going to say was, when he became the captain of the Enterprise, remember, he he didn't go to school. He didn't go to the He Enterprise. went to school, but he was like uh, he didn't want, out. He was right. a rebel. He, he didn't want to. Yeah. But then when he was on a mission with Spike, with, with Pike, so this yeah. so this Pike that we, we're seeing, not not this series Pike, the Pike we see in that, in that movie. Mm-hmm. When he became, he was supposed to go ask Spike, to, can he, are you going to um, relieve or pass you the thing on to me? So he had to ask Spike to your relieve of Captain C and he's going to take it over. So which timeline is that now? Is that's this, still, that's his own separate thing altogether. That's, okay, so that that's has nothing that that to do with yeah. this one. So the, the what we're seeing right now, and the way it's been explained, is this is the Prime universe. Okay. So there's the Prime universe, there's the Dark universe or the evil universe timeline then there's what they call the jj abrams timeline and that's what those star trek movies okay, with okay. chris prine and everything right so that one is completely different because because those events are so different that chris pike does not have the same fate that you know the prime chris pike or captain pike has the original the yeah, original yeah. has so different different story okay, altogether okay, okay. um and honestly those Star Trek movies, the JJ ones, are just they're how do you put it politely? They're just weird action movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really I don't know if I never consider them Star Trek. Right. Um they're they're their own things and they can just stay over there. Yeah, I, th- I think that's where we saw the one where according to the the JJ Abrams one. It was that's, that that's I understand now yes. where that yep. yeah. comes from. Yeah. yeah. That. So that's yeah. where like that's why I'm excited for like Strange New Worlds because you know, we're going to, instead of, instead of like, there's a new crisis in the galaxy and it's going to take all season to figure it out. Mm. 
it's more what we saw in this first episode where right. first contact, right? First contact, the prime directive, the whole. That was great. Those are all core, mm-hmm. fundamental, amazing things of Star Trek. Right. And, you know, we're introduced to this planet that um, his original number one is now captain of, I forget the ship's name, sorry. Um, they go, they explore this planet. This planet has warp capabilities, not because they're using warp technology to travel great distances, as but to, again, weapon. to nuke and destroy their herb, enemies. Yes. And what it was really cool, though, is it tied into the events of Star, Star Trek Discovery, mm-hmm. where they were able to observe yeah. um, this galactic big rip in, in their sky, and they were able to figure out the technology. Uh, that, I thought, was really, really cool. Where I liked also that that um, that it is the beginning because of that event and because of what happens, then the prime directive becomes they develop it from there. Yeah, they further have to change yes, it. They right? develop it from there because you, you yeah. they even explain like they show a map of like all the planets in the region, right? And you know a lot of them are part of the Federation or working to become part of the Federation, which means you're going to pollute the night sky <laughs> with spaceships coming in and out. Yeah. Planets that aren't necessarily ready for warp capability, if they're close enough, you're going to see it. So it was like discovering and talking about this idea of like polluting a world without even realizing you're polluting it because worlds are developing and you're so close to it. Like that was that I thought was really cool and a nice way to kind of like talk about something we've we've been shown a lot of in the in the Star Trek like canon and universe. Um, geez, I lost my train of thought. The next thing. That happens all the time here. Oh. <laughs> Where I'm talking one thing, I completely forget what was the next well, thing. What was the next thing we were going to say about... Um, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Oh, that was it. So, <laughs> I'm not sure if you picked up on this. Go ahead. But Star Trek yeah. has, to a degree, yeah. and this is actually kind of depressing, so bear with me. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Strange New Worlds has made... The events of January 6th, somewhat canon in the Star Trek history of the world. What I mean by that is when Pike beams himself down and he's talking to the delegates of the two um, alien species fighting with each other, he broadcasts images of Earth during our now, the 21st century, and they show imagery of January 6th. I didn't recognize, did they? It was images from oh, like news footage right, of right, January 6th. Right. They were fighting. And Pike says that was the start of the second civil war in America. That was very like on the nose, depressing, but also like that is what Star Trek astute. does. It was like, also very astute. astute. Yeah. Yes. So that was yeah. like, I was kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But it's funny you mentioned that because I went further in my mind from that statement because then I thought, so then the Second Civil War, Third World War, mm-hmm. and where are we now? And I feel, you know, and I don't want to feel the way I feel, but I feel that that's, you know, it's a bit, it, it's a bit depressing. It's a, it's a bit depressing. Also, it feels, yeah. it's very like yeah. on the nose mm-hmm. where, yeah, we are kind of to a degree like it that's feels the, like we are on the cusp of like that's the power of 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 TV movies, yeah. yep. film. That's the power of it is is to get messages across, to tell a story, to enlighten. Yeah, that was yeah that has always been like yeah the core of Star Trek is to kind yeah. of 
show you show you your shit yes. and then hopefully you don't let that happen right so i thought that was it was it was interesting and like a, a that's a good nod to the creators of this show like yes tying it back into real world things and then it was still, thoughtful wasn't it very, very thoughtful. thoughtful yeah overall i think when i look at star trek pilot episode mm-hmm. and the first this is probably i liked top it three i did I've, i felt very pleased yeah. afterwards i said to your dad I, said, I really did like that yeah i'm very excited i even i said to to, to the bros i was like june is gonna watch it Lyraman's gonna watch it krishna is on the fence right but like krishna, he should at least give it. it a try Just i think you should at try. least watch one yes. and see what yeah. he thinks because again what i think and they said they're going to do this is going to be what is the what are we doing this week? And we're going to keep it self-contained. And, you know, Voyager did, I think, a really good job of this where we have this overarching theme, which is we're stuck. We need to get home. Right. That's the main that big was plot. It. Yeah. But each week was still very a little kind of adventure, like, a, little a different adventure. adventure. Different yes. adventure. This yeah. one is, gonna, is definitely going to focus on Pike. Mm-hmm. And Pike knows where he is now and he knows where he's going to end up. Yeah. But that we get to see the all everything in between and the adventures of the week. So I think they've got a good formula. So I'm well, hopeful for this. On a really, really silly note, mm-hmm. you know, I would love to see like some of the episodes, like it, when we, I watched uh, the series way back when, remember it started in the sixties. Mm-hmm. I was born in the sixties. So I got to watch it while I grew up and uh, trouble with, triples yes you know th- that kind of storyline or those those little fun things yep. are what, what for me keeps the younger generation entertained and i would like to see some of that element come back um because some of it can be really heavy right now yeah yep. and so the younger generation may not want to see that yeah no they definitely seeing the silly and, and breaking up i think is helpful Deep Space Nine did a good job too, where a lot of Deep Space Nine is some heavy shit. Right. You know, invasion, um, the idea of self, being Mm -hmm. a parent, that whole thing. And then. Just as we were, (laughs) exactly as we were at the time. But they had their episode with Trouble with Trebles, Mm -hmm. where they actually go back in time. Yeah. It's a very fun, it's it's considered, I think, like one of the top 10 Star Trek episodes. It's one of my favorites, the Trebles. So, yeah, it would be kind of cool to see something like that. Trebles, Trebles. 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 If you go to like a lot of conventions, they'll have vending machines yeah. filled with like trebles. And I you need can just those. Go I just need to yeah, get well, those. Yeah, one's kind of fun. I yeah. think I need those everywhere. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think I, that's everything that we've got Star Trek wise. It sounds like you're both invested in Strange New Worlds. Absolutely. You're going to come back for season three. Season that's three. Yeah. That's good. Is there anything you want to promote? Usually when you have a guest on like a pod, the guest is allowed to then like promote something. Oh, to promote something. <laughs> what would you guys like to promote? Peace. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Mom is promoting peace. Yes. How Can may we... I help you? <laughs> peace. 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 Be thoughtful. Think ahead. That's good. Yeah. File all your taxes yet? Yeah, file your taxes. taxes. If not, is it too late to get an extension? Well, it's not so much of an extension. It's like if you, um, well, if you know you're going to get money back, the IRS don't care. It's only if you owe the owe the money. Uh-huh. And I mean, if you're filing an extension, it still doesn't um, get you off the hook of oh. if you owe owe, owe money. Um, so so get your taxes done. Right. So the, the, well, the, the deadline is gone. So even if you file now, you still got and you owe you you gonna pay. You're so gonna pay so what is your advice to people who have not, as of now, paid their taxes? 
we'll get it done as soon as possible. The sooner you get it done, it's less um, interest, interest and penalty you will you pay, well, especially you if you, so you get it done owe. ASAP. Yes. There you go. It's good. Good. Uh, Give me a call. Give Dad a call. <laughs> well, actually, you can find Dad uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, what LinkedIn. Were they, what are they looking for on on Twitter? A D Ram Gopal. There you go. D Ram Gopal on that's, Twitter. That's R A M G O P A U L. There yeah. you go. Boom. You promoted yourself. Well done. Now go do other pods and keep pushing that. As always, you can find us at Was It Good on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram and TikTok at Was It Good Pod, YouTube.com slash Was It Good. We have the full episodes and VODs. And check out our website, Was It Good.info for blogs and other fun things. Next pod is going to be. We didn't ask a famous question. For th- well, we can't ask it yet for Strange New World. Oh. We will have you back on at the end of the season, and we will do a discussion around it then, for sure. Till then, goodbye.